reaching Israel and the world. Shalom Racha, peace and blessings to you, beloved ones, and most of all, Baruch Hashem, bless the name of the Lord. Honey, as we're continuing today in the book of Romans, I want to focus on this concept of suppressing the truth. Mm. Because Paul says at the very beginning of the book of Romans that God's wrath is being revealed from heaven against men and women that are suppressing the truth. Yeah. In other words, deep down in the center of our being, we know the truth, but for reasons of pride or hurt or brokenness or just because of the power of the enemy at work in our lives, we can suppress what deep down we know. Yeah. And in suppressing the truth, what happens is we actually invite the wrath of God on our lives. Wow, I, and, and I think to try to get to the bottom of why we do that, why do we suppress the truth? Right. You know, what is it that we, we run and we try to suppress the truth instead of just standing and facing the truth and facing uh, the truth with God. I know all my life there's something God put in me, even as a child through all my life, all I want to know is the truth. I would say to God, I don't care how hard it is, I just want the truth. And I pray that today, that each one of you today are seeking for God to reveal that truth today in this program. Welcome, beloved ones, and Shalom Uvracha. Peace and blessings to you from the forest of Colorado once again as we're continuing our journey through the book of Romans. This is now the fourth episode in season one. I really want to encourage you to listen to all the episodes in this series. I'm gonna pick up now right where I left off last time. I closed last time's episode by explaining that the gospel begins by understanding that the wrath of God is upon sin. You see, that's a lot different than the gospel that we sometimes hear today. Because a lot of times people are called to God so that God will meet their needs, but they're never told about their sin. Picking up then where I left off last time, listen to verse number 18 of chapter 1. Paul is preparing people's hearts to receive the good news, to receive the message of Messiah Jesus. And this is how God prepares our hearts to receive the good news through Paul's writing. For the wrath of God, Paul writes, is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Let me ask you a question, friend. When was the last time you heard a message about the wrath of God? When was the last time you heard a strong, stern message about the consequences of sin? And yet Paul, the primary author of the New Testament, the primary apostolic writer of the Brit Shah, the New Covenant Scriptures, he begins his gospel by explaining to us that Jesus was sent into the world because God's wrath has been upon the world due to mankind's sin. I'm going to press on, but let me read it one more time to set the stage for the next concept. 
For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. So Paul is saying that mankind is under God's wrath, listen now, for suppressing the truth. What is the truth that Paul's going to tell us? The truth that men are suppressing, when I say men, obviously I'm speaking of humanity, men, women, everyone. The truth that we are suppressing as a human race is the fact that even though we know there's a God, we know there's a creator, we know there's a Lord, we know there's a sovereign, we know it because God has put it inside us to know it. We're born knowing it because he created our soul knowing it. And we know it because when we look at creation and we see the beauty and we see the sky that goes on forever and we see the oceans and the sunset and the waterfalls and the colorful flowers and the birds and little baby children that are born. When we look at creation and see what God has made, deep down inside we know there's a God and yet even though we know it in our deepest center, we suppress it and many say there is no God or I don't know if there's a God. I remember years ago I was in Uganda. We were doing ministry there. Some of you may have heard me share this story on a different uh, series, but it really struck me and it really illustrates this concept that everyone knows there's a God. I mean, let me, let me actually read the next verse and then I'll tell the story. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which is known about God is evident within them, for God made it evident to them. So first of all, Paul is saying, for that which is, is known about God is evident, notice that Paul said, within them. Deep inside they know, for God made it evident to them. So when people tell us there is no God, they don't believe in God, you know what, beloved? Deep down in their center, they do know there's a God because God has made it evident to them. And let's look at the next verse here. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, the Lord's invisible attributes, it's the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature listen to this, have been clearly seen being understood through what has been made. So they are without excuse. What's Paul saying here? He's saying not only has God made it evident deep in our soul, because beloved, you and I are created in the creator's image. We know there's a creator. There's a scripture in the Old Testament that says, well, the thing that was made say to its maker, you did not make me? That's what man's doing. Will the thing made say to its maker, you did not make me? So that's the first thing Paul says, God has made it evident in them. And then Paul said in the next verse I just read to you, verse number 20, that when man looks at the world, his invisible attributes and his divine nature are clearly seen 
through what is made. When people look at the beautiful creation, they know there's a God. The beauty, the intelligence that's built into creation. The fact that birds know how to fly south in the winter. The fact that our bodies know how to create antibodies when we get an infection. All the things that are built into creation speak to us about the fact that there is an intelligent creator. And yet man looks at creation and he says, no, there's no God. It happened because a random explosion happened in outer space billions of years ago, but there's no God. There's no divine creator. Beloved, it's because of this that the wrath of God has come upon men. And why would someone deny there's a God? I mean, why would someone want to exchange the hope of God for a nothing, an empty universe where there is no God? Well, there's a number of reasons. Number one is the power of darkness. Satan wants to suppress the knowledge of God in the earth. Satan hates God. Satan wants to do everything he can to divide mankind from God. So the first thing that is causing humanity to deny there's a God, even though they know there's a God, the first thing that's causing them to take this antichrist position, what's the antichrist? It's the one that denies that Jesus is God in the flesh. It's in other words, it's a denial of God. The reason people are denying there's a God is because of the antichrist spirit in the world. That's number one. The second reason men are doing this is because of pride. You see, Satan's primary characteristic is pride. When we look at the scriptures that define who Satan is, he's got this volition, this will, I will ascend to heaven. I will become like the Most High. I will replace God. And so that same spirit of pride that lifts man up to, that, to, to want to exalt themselves above God. How are men exalting themselves above God? By saying there is no God, and thinking that their science explains the universe. That's displacing God and making themselves gods. And so pride causes mankind to suppress the truth. Where are we at? We're right here in the gospel, where Paul said that the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. What are they suppressing? The knowledge of God. God has made himself known, but they're denying him. So why? Because of the demonic spirit on the face of the earth, because of darkness, because of the spirit of the Antichrist, number one. Number two, because of pride, which is a fruit of the Antichrist, but is now entered into man since the fall. Number three, because of brokenness. A lot of times people experience something in their life. Maybe their parents were divorced. Maybe they had a loved one that was murdered. Maybe they have seen so much savagery in the world that they say to themselves, if God was real, if there was really such thing as a loving God, how could this be? It doesn't make any sense. And so the enemy uses that to captivate their thinking process. And so they begin to suppress the truth, suppress the knowledge of God and begin to deny him saying that there is no God. And sometimes people that have been hurt in life Blame God for it. We're talking about, church, why do people deny there's a God, even though the Bible tells us they know there's a God? Sometimes, continuing on, people deny there's a God, suppressing the truth, because of deep hurt. Something has happened to them in life that's so terrible. Maybe even they were abused, or they know somebody that was even sexually abused. And they're so hurt by that, and they blame it on God. 
and they're trying to get back at God. Like, God, you allowed this to happen to me and this hurt me so bad and you're the one that's supposed to be supreme. So I'm going to hurt you back now by denying that you exist. And all these uh, terrible um, uh, tragedies that people have experienced, the enemy uses to lead them into the darkness to suppress the truth and deny their creator. Father God, we worship you tonight. And I release, Lord, a fresh wind of your spirit. Now, I, while I was praying just now, I felt like the Holy Spirit showed me that the devil is strangling some people. The very first night as I began to open the service and pray, suddenly as I was praying, I saw in the spirit kind of a silent word from the Lord. And the Lord showed me that the devil was strangling some people there. Now, if what I just said bears witness with your spirit, I want you to come forward right now. I want to pray for you. And sure enough, in that service, at the end of the service, a man came forward, testified that he had literally felt the powers of darkness strangling him and how Jesus had set him free. From 207, this yes, man come up right here. has had demon Demons. Okay. When I sleep with left side, the demons attack me. Okay. They choke me. So when I said that the devil was strangling some people, yeah, you know what was talking to you. Exactly. What happened tonight? Today I have felt some power from the stomach. Yeah. And that, those powers has come from my mouth. And you felt the demon leave your mouth. And you vomited. Praise God. Come on. The purpose of discovering the Jewish Jesus is to evangelize and make disciples through the preaching of the gospel to Israel and the world. But this can only be accomplished through faithful partnership from viewers like you. If God is moving on your heart to become a monthly partner, call 800-777-7835 or visit rabbipartners.com. When you become a monthly partner, Rabbi would like to impart into your life with a very special gift, an authentic shofar made in Israel. The shofar proclaims Yeshua's return and announces the kingdom of God upon the earth. Begin your monthly partnership today. So let's continue on. Verse number 20. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so they are without excuse. Everyone's going to stand before the Lord guilty, not being able to have any excuse as to why they suppressed him, why they were unwilling to acknowledge him, and why, beloved, we were unwilling to submit to him. See, it's not just acknowledging God that, suppress, that can suppress the truth if you don't acknowledge him, but it's also if you won't submit to him. Because once you acknowledge there's a God, once you acknowledge there's a creator, then it becomes our responsibility as his creation, as the creature, to find out what he wants us to do with our life. And so many people, because they don't want God to tell them what to do with their life, they deny him so they can do whatever they want to do. And thus, they suppress the truth in unrighteousness, as Paul said here. 
and as a result, the wrath of God is upon them. Did you understand what I just said? Some people deny there's a God because they don't want to submit to authority. They don't want to submit to God's authority. So to acknowledge there's a God then puts the burden upon us as his creation as to saying, okay, God, you created me. You now have a plan for my life and I have to obey it. You have a way, you have a path, you define reality and I now need to submit to your reality and submit to your ways because you're God and I'm your creation. But since many just want to go out and live freely, indulging in the lust of the flesh, indulging in their own ambition, not wanting to sacrifice to uh, give up their freedom to submit to the Lord's word and laws and truth. So because they don't want to do that, they push them out of their life, denying them. They suppress the truth and unrighteousness. And as a result, the wrath of God is upon them. You see, beloved, this is the real gospel, what I'm teaching right now. Not what we're hearing today, which is just about God not calling us to submit to him, not calling us to, to, to repent of sin, which is how Jesus announced his ministry. Jesus' first words were, repent and turn to me for the kingdom of God is at hand. John the Baptist prepared Yeshua's coming with the same message, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. This is the introduction to the real gospel. But instead, what we're hearing is this, just receive God and he's going to make you rich and he's going to give you everything you want and he's going to fulfill the desires of your flesh. And, uh, you know, it's never about making God Lord. It's all about using him to fulfill us. It's not the truth of God's word. Let's continue on. Paul says this in verse 21, for even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give him thanks. Let me tell the story now that I told you I was going to tell you a few minutes earlier in the broadcast. We've established the truth here. But even though they knew God, they did not, did not honor him as God or give him thanks. So I was in Uganda a number of years ago. We were doing ministry there. And we were eating breakfast one morning outside where everyone eats. It's sunny there all the time when we were there. And uh, we kind of stuck out in the group. We obviously were not, you know, native Ugandans. And we're sitting at a table, me and my team. And all of a sudden, another person from the United States comes up to us. It was a woman, and she was there doing healthcare work. And she uh, came up to our table. She could tell that we were foreigners like her. And she said, oh, uh, you know, tell me, what are you doing here? We began to dialogue with her a bit. We asked her what she was doing there. She told us about that she was there uh, doing humanitarian work in the field of healthcare. And then we told her we were there preaching the good news of King Jesus. And she said, I don't believe in God. I believe in science. I said to her, I said, that's a problem. I said, do you see, you see that, that beautiful flower right there behind you? I said, how does a big bang in outer space for no reason at all explain the beauty of that flower and the beauty of creation. And I said, let me ask you this question. How does a cosmic explosion for no reason explain the phenomenon of love? The fact that you have the ability to experience and to give love. And finally, I said to her, and let me ask you this. How is it that you have self-consciousness? I said to the scientist. How is it that you can be aware of your own thought processes and then you can choose what you decide to do? Can that be explained simply from a chemical explosion in outer space? And you know what? 
She politely left the table, but she came to our meeting that night. She heard me preach the gospel. And the next day, when I was in the breakfast line going through the buffet to get our food, she was about to leave that day and she came up to me and she said to me, thank you for your wisdom. Why do I tell you that? Because she was a young woman that had convinced herself that she didn't really believe in God. She believed in science. She really came to believe that she didn't believe in God, even though deep down inside, she did. But because I didn't believe her when she told me that she didn't believe in God, because I believe, beloved, this book, because I believe God's word that tells us that God has made it evident within every human being that there is a God and that deep inside all of us know, because I believe God's book rather than what that woman told me when she told me she didn't believe, I said to her, no, you do deep down believe. And then I challenged her. And as a result of that, as far as I know, she was brought to faith in God and hopefully a saving faith in Jesus. So we need to stake our faith in God's word. Don't be dissuaded. Don't be overwhelmed by all those supposed atheists and agnostics upon you, around you rather, that want to pour cold water on your faith in your creator. No, you have the truth. You are his light. You have his fire and you are his witness in the world. We're lights on a hill and we're here, beloved, to give testimony to the truth. Now let's go on to the next verse, verse 21. We just have a little time left in this episode, but let's just begin verse 21. For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks, but they became, listen to this, futile in their speculations and their foolish heart was darkened, professing to be wise, they became fools. You see, this described what I just got done sharing with you. People that trade in the glory of the incorruptible God and become instead wise in their own eyes. They think they're educated. They think science explains it. And the Bible says as a result of this, their foolish heart has become darkened and professing to be wise, they become fools. Listen again. For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give him thanks, but they became futile in their, get this now, speculations. You know the Big Bang Theory to explain the existence of the universe? It's just, it's just a speculation. I mean, especially the way atheistic science presents it. It's just a speculation. No one was there. They became futile. I'm not, I'm not saying that there wasn't a Big Bang. I personally believe there was a Big Bang when God said, bam, let there be light. And so I just want to encourage you today, beloved. We are becoming such a minority in the earth today. Those of us that are passionate disciples of Jesus, you have the truth. Stand in it. Don't be ashamed of the gospel or of the testimony of the Lord. Be faithful to the end and you will receive your reward because Jesus says to you, I am coming back for you quickly. Beloved, because of you, we're able to preach the gospel as it was originally given by the Apostle Paul. Many of you that are watching today realize that there needs to be a correction in the message that's being proclaimed. 
by preaching through the book of Romans line by line, we're getting a balanced understanding of what the gospel message really is, and people need to hear this truth. You see, Yeshua gave us commission, and the commission was to preach the gospel to all creation. And the gospel that needs to be preached, beloved, is the gospel that you're hearing. Through your financial support, millions around the globe are hearing the good news of Messiah Jesus. And you know what, beloved? In participating with this ministry, you are playing a part in preparing the Earth's atmosphere for King Jesus' return, and you're being obedient to what He told you to do, which is to spread the good news of His coming return. Thank you for your financial support. As you're being blessed by this ministry, I would simply ask you, beloved, to support it with your finances because it's a spiritual law of the kingdom. Here's how you can donate or become a monthly partner. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Or to give by credit card, visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword rabbi to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have honored God with our finances while living, but have we considered how we can honor the Lord with our finances when we pass on? For more information, click Will and Estate Gifts at DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, when you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartation of the Lord's blessings. Yahweh, Yahweh, Panavelecha Vihunecha Isa Yahweh Panavelecha Veasem Lecha The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up by his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. 
Let our prayer team pray for you. Send us your prayer request today by visiting our website or writing to the address on the screen. Our prayer team lifts up every individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Today's episode concludes the series, Journeying Through the Book of Romans, Season 1. If you've enjoyed this series and would like to purchase a copy, visit our website or call the number on your screen.